For more News Talk 1290 podcasts, visit cjbk.com or search CJBK on the iTunes Store and subscribe. Time is announced. Time is. This is the Steve Garrison Show, live from London on News Talk 1290 CJBK. We're going to speak to the London Deputy Fire Chief Brian McLaughlin in just a moment. Let me just uh, grab Mark here. He's been waiting a long time. Mark's gone? Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Fire Prevention Week, and the uh, London Deputy Fire Chief Brian McLaughlin is standing by. And uh, good morning, Chief. Good morning. How are you? Good. First of all, sir, I want to welcome you to, to London, and this is the first time you and me chatting uh, on the radio. Uh, and You're from, my understanding, from Windsor. Tell us more about your time in Windsor. Uh, I spent 27 and a half years uh, with the city of Windsor. I uh, left Windsor. I was the deputy fire chief of all the divisions except for suppression. Uh, just relocated to London. I studied my 28th year in the emergency services. Well, not the greatest welcome for you to, to come to London with this uh, t- terrible fire that took place uh, at a group of townhouses on Limberloss Road. Sir, have you heard anything more about the fire this morning? Uh, we have a fire prevention inspector at the fire scene along with the uh, uh, investigator from the Ontario Fire Marshal's office. Uh, they're also calling in an engineer from the Ontario Fire Marshal's office, and we have a party from TSSA to uh, to assist with the investigation. Uh, right now, the investigation is still ongoing, and I don't have any results to conclude what the ignition source was. Okay. Uh, probably, what do you figure, maybe a couple of days, we'll find out what the source of the fire was? I would hope that they would conclude in a couple of days. It's uh, it's a lot of work when they do these types of investigations because they're sifting through ashes and they're up in points of elevation, et cetera, depending on where the fire uh, source or the majority of the fire uh, was. Mm. If there's a good news uh, part of the story, uh, I would say no one was injured, right? And, and uh, the firefighters, no one was injured, no firefighter was injured also? There was no firefighters injured in relation to specifically to the firefighting efforts, and all of the uh, parties that were in the homes at the time were evacuated, and uh, they've uh, been provided some shelters to take care of uh, their needs uh, for now. Okay. Let's talk about Fire Prevention Week. Where do you want to start, sir? Well, uh, Fire Prevention Week is uh, a very exciting week in the fire service. It's about preventing fires before they start uh, by getting people involved and, and furthering their education and uh, getting people in the community to make uh, safe choices uh, to to pr- mitigate fires before they actually occur. Far more effective than any other way of fighting fires. Uh, Chief, w- when you and I spoke before we were doing this, uh, this segment here, you-, you talked about something new, talking about smoke alarms. Traditionally, we've always talked about putting, uh, you know, when we're talking about our bedrooms, smoke alarms in the hallways. But now you're suggesting something different. Smoke alarms uh, in the bedrooms. Tell us more. Well, the fire code legislation uh, requires you to have a smoke alarm in the hallway outside of every sleeping area. But recent studies have concluded that uh, many people aren't waking up to the smoke alarms. Uh, They're just not hearing the audible sound. Particularly young children, and uh, we're running into baby boomers, for example, with some hearing difficulties. Uh, when they're wearing their hearing aids, for example, during the day, they hear fine, but at night, when they're most at risk, they take their hearing aids out, and uh, then their hearing is severely impaired. So they may or may not hear the sound should, it, should the smoke alarm be positioned outside of the bedroom. So we're suggesting most smoke alarms you can get for under $10.00 that uh, they acquire extra smoke alarms for their own safety and put them up inside the bedroom. Uh, 
So, so you you contend because I, I just want to do a quick summary here because what we're mm-hmm. suggesting to everybody is when you come home from work later on today, check check your, your smoke alarms in the basement, your living area, correct? And you're saying hallways and now bedrooms. Did I get that right? It, it ideally they have to be outside in every hallway on every level of the house. You require a smoke alarm and they have to be outside of the, the sleeping areas. Um, and we're strongly suggesting that, that you acquire one for the bedrooms as well, particularly for people with young children or people who have some hearing uh, uh, difficulties. In this fire on Limberlost, were there smoke detectors on hand? There were uh, smoke alarms sounding when crews arrived. Uh, I can't confirm or deny whether they were in the actual initial fire unit. I'm still waiting for that information. But uh, the reports from the crews did uh, advise that they could hear the ringing of smoke alarms when they were first arriving. So I don't, again, I don't know which specific units had them, but they certainly were at at least one unit in the structure. London Deputy Fire Chief Brian McLaughlin here on News Talk at 1290. We're talking about Fire Prevention Week, which starts uh, today. Uh, got a, a, an email, a question for you, and I hope you, you can answer it. Uh, the obligation for landlords uh, to provide these uh, smoke uh, smoke alarms, smoke detectors, uh, who is obligated to provide them, the landlord or the tenant that rents the premises? The landlord's required to provide them. These are also required to maintain them. Uh, the tenant is required to not uh, disrupt them or make them uh, inoperable. So uh, we summarize our conversation this morning at 947 here on the Steve Garrison Show. Check your smoke detectors and what is different this time around. You can add a smoke alarm in, in your bedroom, correct? Correct. Anything else we need to know? Well, and for any further information, feel free to contact the London Fire Department or go to our website. Uh, it's very important that you take proactive efforts to minimize or eliminate any fire hazards before a fire occurs. And a lot of that is just by possibly refreshing your education in that area. And uh, we become sometimes complacent in our own homes. So uh, take a look through your home. Make sure that you also practice for uh, fire hazards and try to mitigate them. And also uh, review your emergency escape plan as well. Uh, the escape plan is really important that you practice it so when a fire or any other type of emergency does occur that you'll simply react uh, without having any anxiety. Deputy Fire Chief, welcome to London, sir. Thank you very much, and uh, London, keep fire safe. All right, and you and I will talk again. Take care, sir. Bye-bye now. All at the same time. Turn us on. Now give me the details. First thing in the morning. News, traffic, and weather, and so much more. First thing with Mike Stubbs and Lisa Brandt. Weekday mornings on News Talk 1290. CJBK. Sounds great, right?